Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor, Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. It is September 18, 2018. This is your SmackDown live review. Head over to FightfulWrestling.com and Fightful.com for all your free wrestling news, podcasts, photos, videos. If you want a little bit of extra, you want some extra podcasts, retro reviews, Q&A shows, alternate commentary, dark match commentary, early access to articles, FightfulSelect.com is where to be. Just head over there, check it out, see what we have to offer, and maybe subscribe, support Fightful a little bit more. We've got Alex Pawlowski joining us. Alex, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing better than, than some of my favorite acts on, on SmackDown. I'm, hey. RIP Rusev Day, but we'll get to that. We'll talk about that. We certainly will. Let's go ahead and kick it off. By the way, guys, subscribe, Fightful on YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up. Hit that little bell on our channel that gives you the notification of when we're live. We have that Listen You Boy podcast every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Myself, Jimmy Van, the founder of Fightful.com. Always a fantastic discussion there and a great live chat. Like That is our most live, live chat every single week. The Miz is out, says that he has... Breaking news, Alex. Yep. He announces mm-hmm. for the first time, right? Brand new. Mm-hmm. That he will face Daniel Bryan at Super Showdown in Australia for a title shot. Hot damn. Hot damn. I'm out Some... of a job. <laughs> I was gonna say though, uh, it's it's nice that they actually are putting something on that um on that show that actually needs to have uh you know uh, real stakes because we all assume all those championship matches are all going to wind up being status quo this one has to have a winner and that person gets a title shot that's uh, one match at least will have, is a must watch so miz announced this this is not new news this has been nope. out for a long time alex i'm beginning to think that they might know ahead of time what they're planning on doing on some of these shows. Yeah, it's before yeah. they tell us on TV. 
it's weird. You know, I uh, sometimes it seems like they're just, you know, completely flying by the seat of their pants. But other times it feels <laughs> like um, they they might have a show booked months in advance and tell us what the matches are. And it's so far in advance, we go, what? Why is that happening? And then six weeks later, we find out on a random episode of SmackDown or, or, or Raw, and we go, oh, that's why. You guys have known this whole time and expected us to just like be like cool with it. But cool. So, so my old rundown connection predicted accurately the guest of Ms. TV tonight. <laughs> Who needs spoilers? Right. Ms. says he's so nervous to bring back his guest. It's Maurice. Do you yeah. know how many tweets I get every time she comes out now? <laughs> it's a badge of honor. It is. It's it is. a badge of honor. If I can be mentioned in the same breath with the goat, it's all worth it. She trashes Daniel Bryan and says that their marriage is convenient there being Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Maurice then sort of retires Alex. Yeah, she says, this is my last time on SmackDown Live. I guess that what she means is like, I'm going to go be a mom now. So that's good. Leave the memories alone, <laughs> you French legend. I need the Ric Flair treatment for her. Yeah. I want her to come out there and go, with a tear in my eye, <laughs> I will never retire. <laughs> And then she beats everybody on her way to WrestleMania 30 or 34. Who did she used to tag with? Anybody? I don't remember. I don't remember. Damn, no, she's a solo act. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is Miz. <laughs> Miz flubbed a lot tonight. It was he still did. fun promo, whatever, but he said, You gave birth five, six months ago, and this is how you looked. And he says, some of these people gave birth 30 or 40 years ago and they still haven't recovered. He's talking about 50 to 70-year-olds. Right. That's that's the joke. I don't know <laughs> if it was meant to be that way, Alex. I I thought it was I thought it was clever that these people out here are all old and ugly. I think is what they was trying to say, which is fine. It's a very the very old school uh heel maneuver. To be like, yes. you're all old and ugly. Oh, I pulled that one a time or two. Portsmouth, yeah. Ohio, that's my go-to. It's it, it's uh, it's a very Rick Rude kind of thing. Yeah. All you fat, out of shape. <laughs> that's, well, that's once upon a time, I was wrestling in front of 40 to 45 rabid, and probably literally rabid fans in Portsmouth, Ohio. And I would wrestle with a mouth guard in. I've got a couple of chipped teeth. You can't tell it here, but I do. And I like to protect him. And my opponent reached in my mouth, pulled out my mouth guard, and threw it into the crowd. When I got the upper hand, the ref out loud says, do you want me to get your mouth guard? And I said, no, nobody here has teeth anyway. <laughs> Zing! Then I met people after the show. They did not have teeth, Alex. And I felt horrible. I felt miserable. I didn't get my mouth guard back. Nobody else could use it. Anyway, Daniel Bryan comes out and kicks Miz's ass and knocks Miz into Maurice's ribs. Miz immediately checks on her. He's very concerned, but she's playing possum, Alex. Yep. So now everybody looks like an asshole. Yes. 
Um, this was a deleted scene in this feud. It, <laughs> it, it didn't need to be here at all. It's just to pad the runtime. Like, I honestly thought, oh, what they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna say because Mrs. I mean, Maurice is is uh, gone for um, you know, she's been she's been um, a mom for five months. It's possible that just today she found out that she's pregnant and she's going to go and 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 be a mom again. Oh, man, that, no. they, honestly, like like I would not put it past Ms. Like fake the the miscarriage thing to get inside D- Daniel Bryan's head, but instead yeah. instead. We had a fake, you know, rib injury or whatever, and it was all a ruse, Sean. Mm. And what was the payoff? A badly done skull-crushing finale that didn't actually get put on, that led nowhere. Like, there was no payoff. It was just... Oh, then Brian beats up Miz again. Yeah, Brian beats up Miz again, and that's it. And everybody goes, yes, yes, you knocked a guy into his wife. Yes, yes. I mean, he still did that. He still did not only that, he did it twice. Yes, he did. He, he did. did it twice. But so the second every, time he did it on purpose. Yeah. So I mean, he looks like an asshole. Miz and Maurice looked like assholes. I thought if anything, if you wanted to add a new layer to this, this is real. And that's what puts Miz on par essentially with Daniel Bryan. It is not a secret, his sure. adoration for his wife. It is something very real that we see every week. Yeah. And that would set him over the edge. And if you have a legitimately remorseful Daniel Bryan, you know, maybe we can get with that. That would be a great storyline heading into their match and, and coming out of their match. If Miz fired up by, 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 by Daniel Bryan's, you know, disrespecting of his wife is able to beat Daniel Bryan one-on-one clean in Australia what does that do to Daniel Bryan's psyche? There's all kinds of things to do. Oh, wait, they're not going to do any of that. They're not going to yep. do any of that. Instead, Bryan tells Kayla Braxton backstage he's going to punch Miz's face and his ticket. He yeah. he stole my segues. <laughs> I, I just love the thing. Like, is it is it possible that you don't do the same storyline on the same show at the same time? Because, mm-hmm. like, AJ Styles is doing, you don't talk about my family. Yeah. At the same time that Daniel Bryan is like, you don't talk about my wife. It's yeah. the same exact thing. I, I would just like to publicly cancel Mr. Warren Hayes' show now because he said it's a Miz carriage. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I'm not actually going to cancel the show, but he does do a wonderful 205 Live May Young Classic NXT review podcast on FightfulSelect.com, our premium service. Check it out. Just $5 a month for that stuff. But... We're going to give you that show tomorrow for free, considering they're all airing in one block. So tune in to Fightful.com just after 10 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. Hear Mr. Warren Hayes share his expertise on those brands. But uh, not funny, Warren. Please retire. Cesaro with Sheamus defeated Kofi Kingston with New Day. There was some really bad talking on this show. Yep. Like all over the place until the main event segment. But there's this dumb series of promos between New Day and Cesaro and Sheamus where New Day are dressed up as guys on the safari. And the bar literally just set up their catchphrase, that's it, nothing else. Yep. At least we get Cesaro versus Kofi out of it, though. Yes, we do. Uh, I, 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 I uh, realized way too late into it, oh, they're doing a, like an Outback thing because they're going to Australia. 
Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, he's doing an Australian accent. And I thought they were like, hey, you can't tell us we can't do an accent, Kofi. Didn't you used to do an accent? Every couple of months we bring that up because it's so yeah. meta. Um, yeah, okay, fine, guys. Uh, I would just like to see more of the wrestling because Cesaro versus Kofi was great. Um, and I, I, I like to see all of the combinations of these men wrestle uh, through the, throughout this feud because I think it will be very good every time we see it. Times like these, I really wish we had Anna on the podcast so she could share her thoughts, which <laughs> the thing is, she would double down on the, the stereotypes, it's if true. anything. One time I <laughs> recently, I was looking at DirecTV On Demand, and under documentaries, they had Crocodile Dundee, in which she was all too excited to inform me, yes, it is slotted appropriately yes. under documentaries. We get a commercial. This features Cesaro destroying pancakes. He will be 38 yet this year, and he still does some incredibly impressive things physically, like the drop kick while Kofi's on the top rope. Unbelievable. Really good stuff. And that really hard European uppercut as well. Yeah. No, he's he's brilliant and beautiful, and he's, he's one of those guys. Um, it, it's the equivalent of the guy going into the NBA Hall of Fame with a ridiculous amount of points. And like 17 conference finals appearances, but never won a title. And you go, gosh, that's crazy. He was so good. How did he make it through his entire career and never win a title? And that's what it feels like to Cesaro. There were we have to be nearing close to the end. He's gonna be at least in the last quarter of his career. And I can't believe that guy doesn't have a serious WWE title run. I can believe it because I heard him on the mic tonight. Well, yeah, I guess there's other ways of you could. You, they've put there guys are now. They've got yeah, managers yeah. now. Yes, they, 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 you you can put the title on a guy who doesn't talk very well if you got a guy to talk for him. Yeah, I like that uh, Cesaro sold an enziguri without falling down. That is something you don't always see. Something I look for, just something different. Kofi does a nice tornado DDT and what I'm calling the bounce con hilo. What did you think of that? Xavier said, I don't even know what that was. Yes. Um, Again, there should be an extra tier of the WWE network where they just mic up Xavier Woods at ringside for everything. And we get to listen to him, his banter because he's great. Um, I love that. Uh, The the move was innovative. I've never seen that before. I've I've seen him do it before. I haven't seen him do it before. I liked it. Cesaro gets the neutralizer for the win. Decent match. Again, guys, I post my match ratings the morning after Raw and SmackDown and the night of pay-per-views. Randy Orton's backstage in the production truck, and he's stoically harassing a production employee and says, you know what happens when you piss me off, right? I thought that was a great line from him. Well, yes. But it, it listen, with all we know, allegedly, of um, Randy Orton... Uh, I, I, I don't know what happens when you piss him off in this context. They, they, they appear to be. They well, appear to I be, bet that production employee does well, yeah, if he's yeah, been around for any length of time. Yeah. Um. But here's the thing: they seem to be alone in that production truck. And like whatever Randy wants to do, he's gonna do. And it, it just it was very creepy. The the shoulder massage and the whispering in the ear, very menacingly. Um. Also. Hey, uh, Randy, all of those stills are on WWE.com. You know, you could probably just fire up the old laptop. And- they give them network subscriptions. <laughs> I pretty, know this. It's pretty easy to look at them. You know, you don't I have know to have- this because 
I would have people telling me they give us network subscriptions. They just don't give us very much that they make from them. Yeah. I mean, that was a direct line from a wrestler one time. Orton wants to see the ear footage. And he says this is nothing compared to what he's going to do to his next victim. I thought this was a nice way to keep Orton on TV, play it up. You don't have Hardy on TV. And he doesn't necessarily have an opponent yet. But it gets us thinking, what's he going to do to that guy? And a week ago, people were reporting that WWE was interested in Killer Cross, who does like a Barry Sam Shaw early Stone Cold gimmick in Impact Wrestling, where he's basically talks like like what you would assume a serial killer would. Very, very monotonous. And it's like, well, they they wanted him. Then they remembered they had a guy named Randy Orton who could probably do that pretty well. And as it turns out, he does. So I've really enjoyed this out of Randy Orton. Backstage, Rusev is a dick to Aiden English. He says Aiden isn't pulling his weight and isn't good enough. English is mad, yells at a stagehand, and takes credit for Rusev Day. Goes off about Lana, who is still there watching. This, to me, was kind of like every more everybody's still looking like an asshole, except for Lana, really. She hasn't done anything wrong, except she's a narc <laughs> i know i'm going to go tell rusev and, uh, and she's uh, ratting. Um, come on lana the snitch that's maybe the most heelish yeah. thing she could have possibly done the thing was is that i expected her to be like you know that i know what you how you really feel and so now you got to be nice to me like i felt like she was going to use it as blackmail as opposed yeah. to immediately go tail on teacher well lana tries to tell rusev but he wants her to hold off and then old bipolar Rusev's like, Aiden, you want to do the honors? And I'm like, all the people they've sent to counseling and therapy, not him. Yeah. He just well, I, trashed this guy. And then he's like, hey, he yeah, do my intro, though, because it got me over. So that, I'm like, I, I was like, man, that, that doesn't really compute to me but yeah he trashed his in-ring work but he did not trash his singing that's that's a good point who would you know i'm not one that really cares much about pyro but i think rusev's interest entrance needs it because he comes out and he does the thing and then he looks at the camera and i'm like ah this is awkward man yeah (laughs) it feels like he just jumped out of a cake or something (laughs) and there's there's no pomp and circumstance it's like there's no uproarious thing there's like nothing he should jump out of a cake-sized tank every time yeah there we go i like that nakamura is still a little bit of a troll in the ring i also like that rusev suplexed him overhead english gets on the mic and starts chanting rusev day and encourages Lana. He's trying to win Lana over during this. There's a great series of kick, kicks that land for Rusev. Nakamura fights back, but runs his knee into the buckle. Uh, Nakamura rakes Rusev eye and hits one of his best spots, I think, of his WWE run. A Kinshasa off the second rope onto the apron. This was a really great spot, Alex. It was very good. Um, I, I, I'm a fan of this version of Shinsuke. Uh, I'd like to see him get a, a like a, a real program going because. It does appear to me that that he's not working with Rusev anymore. Like Rusev's doing something else now. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, he wasn't on. He wasn't on a Hell in a Cell. I don't think there's anything scheduled for him in Australia at this point. And it'd be kind of a late thing to like throw him in there now. 
But I mean, it's Australia. It's the giant house show. There's not going to be a U.S. title defense. There's not going to be an intercontinental title defense because so- Rollins is in there. Yeah. So why does he have it? I, why I does? He... At least he defended it against Ziggler. So there is that. There's a Machka kick that lands on a Kinshasa attempt, but English gets on the apron and screams, Rusev, crush! For yep. some reason, this distracts Rusev, who probably shouldn't be in the United States Championship match if he's this easily distracted, but Nakamura rolls him up for the win. Yeah, this was incredibly lazy and stupid. Um, Aiden English has never done this before. This is not a thing that he's done. This is in, in, This is out of character for him to get on a mic for no reason, where Lana has never never got on a mic to say Rusev crush. Like, it was a ridiculous thing for him to do that, get up on the apron and do it. That's And for, for Rusev to be confused by it, like, why are you doing this? I've never seen anyone stand on the apron with a microphone before and scream my catchphrase at me. This is very bewildering to me. Oops, I've been pinned. Yeah. That's stupid. So Aiden English attacks Rusev with the microphone. I am much happier with Aiden English going heel than Rusev. We've seen Rusev heel since the beginning. Yeah. And it's time to go the other direction with Lana as well because they are very likable. I mean, for the love of God, he shops at the Dollar General. We see it on TV every week. He eats Snickers. And he kicks over giant displays of paper towels. He is an everyman. He is. Um. And uh, in this, in this, uh, all the Unlike same. Unlike that Aiden English who married into the Guerrero family. Yeah, not now. Um, all the same, uh, I will be sad to see the end of Rusev Day. I Me thought too. that they had some more stuff to do together. Uh, they didn't need to, to to have the belts uh, like as tag team champions, but they could. There's, there's still, there's no reason why a fu- a fun like super over fan favorite faction can't exist. In the upper mid card of your Tuesday show, why, why, why is it? Why can it not? Instead of like, and the fact that like, did Aiden English preempt what he assumed was going to be a, a Rusev turning on him by attacking him? Because it was like, Rus like Rusev got rolled up, and you go, oh crap, I caused that. I guess I better beat him up now. Does doesn't make any sense? You know, that's a weird thing. It was like when Big Cass beat up. Enzo backstage and then did everything he could to prevent people from knowing. <laughs> okay. And, and until when he revealed it, he was so proud of having done it. Yeah. You know, like it, WWE sometimes they, they, they really shoot themselves in the foot with like, Oh, here's this amazing thing that got over on its own. It's selling crazy merch. We should definitely not keep doing that. Said everybody backstage, apparently. This was a good match, though. Also a good match. AJ Styles defeated Andrade Cien Almas. Almas attacks AJ before the bell. Really puts a beating on him. The match gets started, and Almas hits a big boot and a tilt-to-wear-world backbreaker. He goes for it again. Styles counters with a tornado DDT, which I see done nonstop on SmackDown these days. Uh, the spinning strike counter was fantastic. AJ's going for his spinning back fist, backhand, or whatever it is. And then Almas counters with his spinning back elbow. I don't like that he's setting it up the same way all the time, but this counter was very special. What was not special was Styles holding onto the ropes for the damn double stomp spot. They're both better than this. Yes, I will say 
that that while it took far too long to actually uh, execute the move, I appreciated that Andrade countered a regular move that AJ Styles does to set up the actual him holding onto the ropes. Like AJ is going for a um, phenomenal forearm springboard and Andrade knocks his legs out from under him and puts him in the position to have the move done to him. But once he's in the position, then it takes 15 seconds. Like if it was a way of, of like of countering it and then immediately doing it, I, then I would say, fine, you know, I have no problems with it at all. The problem is, is that AJ's got to hang out there for a long time. But when Alberto Del Rio used to do it, he would like have to like really physically put the guy's legs in the turnbuckles and hold him there and hang his, like he would, he would take forever to set up the thing. At least Andrade countered a move into his move, kind of. Yeah. Styles connects with a big sliding knee. Almost comes back with a big drop kick and double knees into the corner. So on FightfulSelect.com, cheap plug, myself and champion tier level member Alex Anderson, who got to pick the topic and appear on the retro review, he picked the night the Nexus showed up. And I watched that, and that was the only good thing about this show, Alex. We had the A-team running in and out and some real bad wrestling. Yeah. I see matches like this, and I, I guess I didn't remember, I didn't realize how good we had it in comparison. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't go out and have PWG-style matches every night. It's not realistic. But my God, this is such a marked improvement. Over 2010, it was so bad back then, man. It was so bad. Here's the thing, though. Like, what you say you can't have PWG-style matches back then. That's because all those dudes were still in PWG back well, no, then. No, no, no. I meant you can't have those style matches every night right, now. Right. What I'm saying is that so many of those guys who were in NXT and then being called up. Yeah, to, of course. To, to, in 2010, they were mired in the indies somewhere trying to get noticed. And yeah. so it's a weird thing that, like, you don't realize the work. They're too small. <laughs> they, they, vanilla midgets could never work in the, in the big leagues. Yeah, man. So Styles counters a hammerlock DDT with a jackknife pin, rolls it up into a Styles Clash for the win. Real good match. I just hope Andrade Cien almost becomes something more than other people's TV programs. He has the right people on his side. That goes a long way. Samoa Joe shows up and attacks Styles, but Styles fights back, and Joe escapes through the crowd, Alex. I don't ever want to see Samoa Joe escape through the crowd. Or I don't want to see him run. Unless it's like no. brawn, yeah, maybe. I mean, but yeah. it, it, but like, even then, no, it's he shouldn't be running from AJ Styles. Like you know, like yeah, whatever. But listen, as far as you think about Andrade, he feels like the kind of guy who winds up in like a six pack challenge for a title shot and then wins. Um, and we go, oh, that's great. That'll be fun. Um, the problem is the last time I think they did that was when they had Jinder Mahal win that title shot, and then he actually won. Uh, so uh, I have a bad feeling about those surprise winnings in the multi-man matches. But if it's Andrade, I'm all on board. So uh, <laughs> the Iconics show up and they make fun of how Naomi dances, which I thought was hilarious. Sure. them try- Peyton trying to do the backpack dance. The only thing I thought was funnier was their disappointment that they didn't get to do it more. <laughs> 
This is really short. Asuka beats Billy Kay. Billy Kay controls most of it. Asuka applies her submission out of nowhere and wins. Asuka's yeah. just another girl. I, I saw some stat. Um, I forget what it was, but the last time that Asuka had a singles match on um, on SmackDown was against Billy Kay and beat her in roughly the same amount of time with the same move. And it was like months ago, yeah. like four or five months ago. So, like, yeah, she's just an entire holding pattern. And, I, I mean, listen, I, I don't know. This whole, like, <laughs> mix, you know, mismatch odd couple thing they're doing with, with her and Naomi, I, I, I just don't know if it works. I, I just don't. There's a lot of what they do with the women that just doesn't work, in my opinion. Yeah. Just over and over and over again. Then we get the Becky Lynch coronation. I lost my original notes on this, but I know a lot of people are saying that they're forcing the narrative on Becky as a heel, and I can see that on commentary for sure. But let's go through it. (laughs) Paige is out there, which I think is great, and Becky Lynch comes out with no big celebration, and she brings that up. She's like, I see you spared no expense. Uh Not like I need the entire division that I built, by the way, out here, which I thought was a great line. Yes. She just says she wants Charlotte Flair out there. And when, when the music cue doesn't hit soon enough, she's like, oh, you don't want to steal my spotlight again? That was great, too. Becky Lynch didn't do anything wrong here. Now, the reason why, and I've been told by people in WWE, that they're not necessarily trying to push Charlotte or not trying to push Becky Lynch as a heel as much as they're trying to just push Charlotte as a baby face. Uh-huh. And there, there is a little bit of a difference there. The difference is... You can always tell this train's never late, Alex. Yeah. The day that Becky Lynch comes out, and she did a few weeks ago, but she stopped. That she comes out and says, all you people. Yeah. That's when we know. That's when, to me, that's when I'm like, WWE, what are you doing? But I thought Becky Lynch did everything perfect. They went back and forth. And Charlotte was trying to get Becky back a little bit like, I wish my friend was still in there. And there were just a couple of lines where Becky Lynch said, I want you to raise my hand. And she said, I'm kidding. I want you to put the title around my waist. And the way that she said it, I don't know that many other on that many others on that roster could have pulled it off. And it's because she was a babyface for so long that it just came out. And I'm just like, man, I'm getting real good vibes out of Becky Lynch and what she's doing right now. Yes. Um, all of the things that you are saying are true. And when I watch tonight, absence of the, absent of the context of that, it's in the WWE, I go, Ooh, wow. This is really great. Like I, I could totally, I, I mean, this character, there's, she's such a badass, and she's, you know, there's so many shades of gray and, um, the woman, like her, her former best friend, uh, is trying, trying to gain sympathy, but I don't know what's working, but like, in WWE, like I feel like they are trying to push Charlotte as a baby face. But all you got is you got Becky out here just spitting hot truths. And it's really hard for us to, 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 to root against Becky. So if they get too desperate in trying to make Charlotte a baby face, the only thing they have to go to, because having your your the heel, you know, this person make fun of the baby face isn't working for us. So what she's got to do, she's got to make fun of us. 
And that's where the you people promo comes in. And that's what I'm just waiting for. I'm waiting well, for that moment where they where they punt and they say, we're not getting Charlotte over as a baby face. So we have to push Becky as a heel in order to get that done. Well, what happens if they push Charlotte as a heel? Where does that go? Becky Lynch getting her ass kicked every week? No, let's see. Ah. Getting outsmarted? Right. Getting- no, you're, you're right. Here's the thing. The problem is, is that it doesn't work either way. If they it work, works like this. It works like this, but I don't think this is where it's going to stay for long. I want it to. Oh, God, do I want it to. I like yeah. this. I like Charlotte just doing what she's doing and naturally how she's come off. Not really playing like crazy jealous or anything whatever she's doing is getting these two reactions the way they are and that's the way that i think it should be because yes. becky it, it, accomplished it oh i loved when she said she brought brought up everything that charlotte had said in promos and she yeah. said this title says different every single time i couldn't win the big one wasn't good enough couldn't beat you this title says different then at the end <clears throat> we got Almost shades of Velveteen Dream here. Because Velveteen Dream got it over by just telling people to say his name. Yeah. And I think they're sticking that one right in their back pocket. Because that's so easy. Yeah. But Becky Lynch said, call me queen, bitch. And WWE knows what a curse word, what kind of reaction that gets. They know that's not going to get booed. It might get some ooze. It's not getting booze. No. Um, I, I, I agree. I think there's, there's a lot of wonderful tweener stuff going with, with Becky Lynch. Um, it, it, the, my only concern is that, um, you know, the commentary is the voice they're trying to project into, into the, into, to the, to the viewer. And when they, when they're laying it on so thick, like how dare Becky Lynch do this to poor Charlotte. Charlotte is so perfect. And we should definitely root for her, right, guys? Like that, that to me signifies that's where they're going with it. And that's what I'm worried about. Um, but you're right. Where it is right now is excellent. I want to stay in there for a while. But, um, but at some point, Charlotte's got to respond to the fact that she's attempting to be the good guy here and getting booed by the crowd. Like Charlotte's got to respond. Eventually, to that. yes. At some point she does. But we'll see. But I would, I would like for her to say that I, there are so many ways we could do it. And I hate that so, so often on our show it turns into what they should do in fantasy booking because they rarely do right. the thing that gains the best reaction. But right now they have. But eventually Charlotte will be like, even though I'm getting booed, saving this friendship was the most important thing to me. And Becky can just be like, no, saving the belt was the most important thing to you. That's why you slithered your way in. That's why you said all that shit to me. That's why you're still here and you didn't get it. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Stick your head in doo, doo. Yeah. And I hope she says it like that. (laughs) There's, there's a lot to, that you could do with this and make a really great nuanced women's feud between two former best friends who now hate each other. That's great. I think you can do that and you don't even need to bring the crowd into it at all. Just just have Becky and Charlotte do that. Because once you bring the crowd into it and like, hey, guys, don't you want to root for me? Or you guys all suck because you didn't have my back. When you do that, then it becomes it's it's too try. It's too past. Like, I yeah. want to see this. It's it's this is more feels real to me. So Charlotte attacked Becky and then Becky beat her ass. Yeah. 
And that, that's a part of this that, that goes into Becky getting cheered. She's not getting outsmarted. She's not getting outwitted. She's not getting her ass kicked. Uh, I did a FightfulSelect.com viewers request show with Simon Willis, a.k.a. the infamous Jason. It's dropping next month. But we, we, it was a Fightful Books It show, and we kind of rebooked a lot of guys that have, and girls that have fallen by the wayside. People want winners. They yeah. like winners. There are some rare instances. It, over in the UFC, Chael Sonnen talked a way that nobody else talked. And whether he won or lost, people still wanted to see him. The Diaz brothers talk a certain way and have a certain personality to where even if they lose or don't fight for five years, people still want to see them. WWE values the brand over the people. So that's what you'll get. But I love this main event segment. I thought it was incredible. I was informed that the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge will happen at WWE TLC, and as somebody pointed out to me on Twitter, I'll, I'll as soon as I see that the handle, I'll give you credit. But WWE is essentially now promoting four pay per views at one time. Yeah. By the way, you have Survivor Series and NXT Takeover in the middle of that. Right. I'm okay with it. I'm all right with that. UFC does that all the time. You promote three or four shows ahead, but you got Super Showdown, Evolution, Crown Jewel all three of which are not conventional pay-per-views. Right. They're all very experimental pay-per-views. Right. Um, I think the difference between a UFC promoting that many pay-per-views at once and WWE doing it... Is that the because, sell? Well, well, yes. Not really. But uh, UFC um, has, the, has their fights booked well in advance. And it's because this guy's going to fight this guy. Now go off and train, fellas, and come back in six months. As opposed to WWE, who has to book TLC, like whatever happens at TLC has to reflect what happened at Survivor Series sure. and vice versa. So the fact that they were they were telling us what was hap- what was going to happen at Super Showdown back in like late June, it felt like, and yeah. we were like, why is that match happening? And now finally, we know two weeks out. Like I don't I don't need any of that going into TLC. Although yeah, now yeah, you know, agree. apparently they were talking about how there's a you know, there's a leakings of possible matches at TLC already. Who uh, would leak stuff? No, 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 none of that. Like I know it's true. It's funny. Um <laughs> uh, uh but I'm I'm okay with it. I, I I'm I'm shocked that T, that this mix max challenge is gonna last all the way until December. Yeah. That's a long ass time. Uh, but hey, if 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 we get more um, eclipses off the shoulders hey, of a giant man, alert, bro, it's already happened, man. It's all over the internet. <laughs> Thank you to Triple B Two K One for sending me that info. So Two Hundred Five Live filmed tonight before SmackDown. That's a step in the right direction, I think. Yes, uh, I will be very interested to watch the show tomorrow and see the reaction of fans who are super geeked because they just showed up at the arena and are ready to see some action, as opposed to, I just watched two hours of this, I'm waiting around for the dark match because it's been advertised here and I'm, I'm, I'm just here. Now let's see what they're like when they, when they actually are, are there and ready to see things. I'm interested also because uh, a match that I promoted last night that was being promoted for several weeks. Leo Rush versus Noam Dar was scheduled to take place tonight, but it's been pulled. What, what did my little scoopsy say last night? 
Alex? The two matches, not three? Two, right. But but that was the second match of the two that they've been promoting. There's a new match. Yeah. There was a new match tonight that they had done instead. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering. Two. I'm wondering if um, if Leo Rush made such an impression last night on Raw. They're like, "Hey, kid, um, why don't you come over here and, and be with with this this group of guys? Don't go over there and do stuff in the purple yeah. ropes. Hang out here with the big guys." I'm wondering. It was Triple H showing up sober, offering to drive around Hall and Nash, and Shawn Michaels. Hey, you ride with us. <laughs> that type of thing. <laughs> oh man don't forget your sweatpants on wednesdays you can sit at our table anyway fightful.com has a bunch of stuff uh up right now i've got a christopher daniels inter- interview ahead of death before dishonor that is on our youtube we have an article where jason sensation explains his suicide tweet what a goddamn mess that was but other than that, we've got more new destruction or new Japan destruction and Kobe uh, events coming up. Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor next Friday. Going to try to do a post show after that. Fighting Spirit Unleashed next weekend. That's on a Sunday. Very. Are you surprised, Alex, that we've got both NWA uh, 70th anniversary? I think it is, and Fighting Spirit Unleashed running on Sundays. In or September, October. That's not something I see a lot of outside of WWE and Impact. They usually choose Friday and Saturday. Yeah, that is odd. I mean, listen, <laughs> um, if if you want to just watch wrestling 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can do that now. Yeah, there's it's stuff. everywhere. And it's a lot of it is really good. And some of the worst of it is the stuff we cover on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just, just, just talking about in-ring stuff. Uh, uh, but listen, um, I, I'm I'm all for seeing what, what happens. You know, I, I always like catching stuff on Twitter and going like, I better check out that match whenever I get a chance. I'm going to get a chance to watch uh, War Games, MLW War Games this week, hopefully. I'm going to cover that on the weekender on FightfulSelect.com. There's no BTE this week or last week, so i got to find something to fill that void. I cover Impact, Lucha Underground, and uh, Ring of Honor as well. But speaking of MLW, Court Bauer states that Pentagon and Phoenix are committed to MLW through 2019. I think that MLW is doing a lot of great things. They are on TV. They are getting good crowds. They are taping more often, so their product isn't that dated. They are getting new guys like Marco Stunt mixed with familiar names like Abyss, Sammy Callahan, They've got guys like Brian Pillman Jr., who I think a lot of. They're doing a lot of really good things. The Battle Riot and the War Games, how they were able to just kind of sneak in and get the War Games trademark so they could do that. But Pentagon and Phoenix, sticking with MLW through 2019, Alex, if people ever visited Fightful.com and clicked that exclusives tab, like I tell them, you would have probably known this a while back. Uh, Carlos Toro was told by Pentagon he's not talked to WWE. Yeah. Um, and, and, and good. Um, like, like there's, there's a, there is a glut of great performers in, uh, in NXT right now. Um, and, uh, I want all of them as long as possible because when they get moved up to the, to the main roster, either they're forgotten about for six months or misused horribly until they fade from view. Um, uh, so uh, listen, Pentagon and Phoenix can keep doing amazing stuff on the indies. 
for a few more years before they eventually wind up, you know, getting that payday uh, with the WWE. There's no rush right now, you know? Right now, MLW has the likes of Rich Swan, Sammy Callahan, Shane Strickland, uh, the new Hart Foundation, which is Teddy Hart, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Brian Pillman. They got Filthy Tom Lawler, UFC veteran, Low Key, L.A. Park, Joey Ryan, Homicide, Jimmy Havoc, Fred Yehi, ACH. So they got some really interesting names. MJF, who had a great showing at All In. Some really good stuff. On the other end of the spectrum, Mahabali Shera got released from WWE. Yeah. So I did a, a, a news update report which is on our YouTube right now, when he was hired in February, I asked people who I knew, quite honestly, didn't like him in yeah. <laughs> impact. And they were like, yeah, I'm very surprised that he even got a look, much less got hired. He got a push in impact because of their Sony six deal in India. And they tried to make that stupid ass dance work. I heard it worked for about half of a taping. And from what I heard when I was poking around today, he just never got better. And he never got better in the five years, six years before he came to WWE from Ring King to this. And they, they cut him loose. He's 27. He's already had runs with Impact and WWE and is out. Yeah, that's – I mean, I, I, they were still – I mean, not necessarily right in the middle of the whole India is the reason for gender thing. Yeah. Um, but maybe they thought I had they had another what uh, Kavita Devai or whatever who who has like seventy billion YouTube views. Kavita might be a better wrestler than Mahabali Shira. <laughs> That's very That's possible, man. Yeah, I had people on the regular from Impact just ethering him hey. in my inbox. Just and I mean I don't know what kind of a guy he is. I don't know anything about him, but man. It, it wasn't surprising. Also, uh, something that is surprising, though, Impact officials met with WWE at WWE headquarters last week. Scott Demore and Ed Nordholm, Ed Nordholm, who we often talk about on the list, and you boy, Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, Fightful.com. Impact wrestlers found out about it. A few did. But after the UK tour, before the Mexico, actually, they found about, out about it on the Mexican uh, dates. WWE wrestlers had no idea about it. Impact is claiming that they're not selling. They're not selling their their library either. Wild speculation. What do you think it is, Alex? Well, I mean, they can claim anything they want. I feel yeah. like the thing. I feel like the thing that that the WWE would be most interested in is the library to be able to get like AJ. The AJ Styles is going to have the, the title for like three hundred and twenty days at some point. Like. He's a major deal for them in their history of WWE. Like there, well, you you did the list of how many guys have held the title for longer than than AJ Styles. That list ain't long, so he's a major deal in the history of WWE. I'm pretty sure WWE would like to have a lot of his matches when he was younger available on their network for people to check out, along with the likes of Samoa Joe, Matt Hardy, and Jeff Hardy's career through through TNA. I'm sure they would like to have those things. So to me, that seems like the thing that's most obvious, but I mean, really. They hey, cheap, know. cheap plug. If you all want to preview our Fightful Select service, go over to YouTube and I have a playlist called Fightful Select Previews. Myself and Warren Hayes did a retro review for TNA Unbreakable 05, which featured AJ Styles versus Joe versus Daniels, one of my favorite matches of all time. Have you ever seen that match, Alex? I have. It is oh, an absolute classic. 
it is available on their YouTube as well if you want to kind of watch along. But man, wrestling's in such a good place for all the negative things, you know, the Saudi Arabia thing, and that's another thing. I've had wrestlers contact me asking me if I know how much money WWE is making on Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they don't tell their stockholders. And obviously they don't tell right. their wrestlers because that is leverage in a future negotiation. Right. And every single person on that roster, I don't care who they are. Kurt Hawkins should be asking for more money next yeah. go around. Maybe he doesn't get it, right. but he should be asking. Yeah. And uh, hopefully these guys do get paid some more and get paid better. But WWE's rolling in it right now. And there are rumors that the Saudi Arabia shows may be more valuable to WWE financially than WrestleMania. Would that surprise you, Alex? No. <laughs> Not given the shitstorm. No. I mean, seriously, like the idea of, of – I mean, like, here's, here's a whole bunch of money up front. It's a yeah. different thing than let's rent the venue, let's rent it out for like a week so we can set up the whole thing. We got to pay everybody to set the whole th- like like you you're operating in the red from the beginning, and then you got to get all the ticket sales and all the access and all that stuff um, that then gets you back up over. This is like he, somebody gives you a giant novelty check with like eleven billion dollars written in there, signed Muhammad or whatever, and and that's it. You you win everything else after that is kind of gravy. So I'm not I'm not surprised that that uh, that that that's would be more valuable to them eventually than than uh, WrestleMania. Andrew all- Everett reveals on Twitter that he has asked and been granted his release from Impact Wrestling. Are you familiar with him? Uh, more familiar with Trevor Lee, but I know that those guys. When I was watching that for for uh, for, for Fightful a while back, uh, I remember those those guys tagging a lot. They were part of the. Gregory Helms yeah. in there uh, when I was watching uh, Impact more regularly. But I know I, I did like his work when I was watching him. He's gotten in much better shape, I think. He's still just 20, just turned 26, and he's been wrestling for 11 years. So yeah. he's going to end up somewhere. And this is a very, very, very good landscape for him to be in. Uh, Shane Helms, I, <laughs> I saw him post a picture with EC3 earlier. And EC3 is really tan. And somebody <laughs> replied in the comments and said, wow, you met Rick Fox. <laughs> the most fantastic reply I had seen on That's Twitter. Great. For all you kids out there, uh, Google 90s basketball star Rick Fox. 90s? Yeah. 90s? His rookie year was like 1989. He was, but he played for a long time. Excuse me, he played until 2004. He won three championships in the 2000s. Well, well it's true, but uh, he played for the bulk of his career in the 90s. Uh, sure, sure. You're, you're hitting me with the bulk, and I don't even have a Blue Chew <laughs> thing tonight. My God, my God, Blue Chew needs to renew us on on the double. Our last one is on. When it is wedding day, so hit up at get blue chew and say, you know what I like? I like those Sean Ross Sap segues. Need to keep paying the asses. That's how that's how we are to to sponsors around here. Uh, I got a good reaction from the the digging holes promo last night, Alex. Well, you should, in which you missed <laughs> much of. I did, I did, but now now I'm wired, so I'm in. 
What do you have going on this week? Uh, my mom is flying into town tomorrow. Awesome. So, so yeah, I get my, my mom gets to spend a little time with her granddaughter, which is like, I mean, I'm gonna get sappy for two seconds. It's awesome to watch my mom with with her granddaughter. It's a really really cool thing. So, I stay sappy uh, all the time. Yeah, John Ross sappy. <laughs> I have my 15-year class reunion on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Have you been to any class reunions, Alex? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) No, They're they're all back in some tiny little burg in western Oregon. I haven't been back back in forever. Um, uh, My 20th was last summer. I didn't didn't even get an invite to it because I didn't go to the 10th. Uh, but I saw pictures of, of it, and I was like, man, all you guys are the exact same as you were in high school. I'm so glad I'm not there. <laughs> well, I'm going with a couple of friends, the, a couple of the only friends I've ever kept in touch with. But I, I remain near the place where I went to school at. I mean, even if I moved to Lexington or Cincinnati, I'm still fairly right. close. You're all the way across the country. So yeah, yeah it's we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll do a, a members, or not a members only. Yeah, maybe a members only podcast. On the proceedings, I'm sure that will be fantastic. Much like Fightful.com. Tune into that Listen Your Boy podcast. Myself and Showdown Joe did the Fightful MMA podcast this week. These Raw and Smackdowns have been ending early, Alex. We've been able to just <laughs> shoot the shit. Just yeah. shoot the shit. And listen, it's like like two weeks until the NBA season starts. Oh, We're going to have lots and lots of talk on Tuesday nights. Man, let me tell you, I'm excited about a former Steelers PR guy maybe pushing Antonio Brown out of the city by by saying that the only reason Antonio Brown is good is because of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> and then Antonio Brown says, trade me and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Great no, PR no. work, guy. I'm sure they'll <laughs> hire you back at any time. <laughs> go Bulls, go Reds, go Bengals. Until next time, guys, follow him at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Zap. Follow us at Fightful Online and visit Fightful.com. Let, let people know about us. Most importantly, comment on our stories. We will interact with you. We'll get back to you. Love talking to you guys in the comment section of those stories. Leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.